last time on Join the Party. Zayul is finally captured, and he's not a god to go back on his word. With their chance to look into the past, present, or future, Tracy checks in to see what happened with Johnny. And Inara... I want to see the center. Zayul also brings a movie that they weren't expecting. A look into what Alonzo has been doing sequestered at the castle. The ethereal unicorn who was guarding Alonzo freaked out, destroying his room and attacked him when he tried to help. In his anger, Alonzo gathered a white-hot aura around himself and disappeared through a portal, and the penultimate star went out. I cannot believe this. I'm just trying to help. I did everything that you told me to, and no one lets me do anything around here. I am the champion. Let me do something. Finally released by Zeol, the party regroups back at Kiko Castle with a battered speaker in tow. New year, new party, same great dice rolling. Let's get the party started. Tracy and Inara are at the speaker's side. She's facing the slowly darkening sky, and she is getting herself into a comfortable position to look at you both straight in the eyes. And she says, I haven't been clear with you. I think you should ask me some questions. Man, that is the understatement of the millennia. I, I have, have literally, I have almost, Tracy, I have literally almost died. Oh, right. You should be kind to your new friend. We're such friends. I even said Tracy, which is your nickname. And look at how familiar we are. Sure. I pat her on the forehead. Thank, thank you. Tracy, while you're patting her on the forehead, you feel bad. Your danger sense, it's like someone's ringing a triangle, but they're like two miles away. And it feels like it's getting closer. And um, just Brandon, Amanda, if, so you know... Um, I'm putting five minutes on a clock. Oh, God. This is the worst feeling I've ever heard in my life. Um, Speaker, we have, like, less than five minutes. I need you to tell me every single thing. Please don't ask why I know this, but please just tell me every single thing you know about every single thing now in less than five minutes. Please now go. Yeah, yeah, like, given your recent mortality uh, and reckoning therewith, you know that you have a limited time on Earth, and so why not just, like, get to the heart of the matter and tell us the information that we should know right, right, right now? Totally. Tracy takes out his axe. I don't... Excuse? Please Sorry, go I'm faster. So, please go what faster. Do we I'm very have to sick. know. Ask, I, I, I know. I know everything. Please ask. And we know questions. nothing. So, like, let's start with the most secret information, the kind that if someone whispered it, you'd be like, "Oh no, how did they find that out?" Tell us that information. Okay, I guess we'll start. We'll start there. Um, I guess we'll start there. Um, well, it was, I guess, only. Uh, Tracy rubs his forehead. It was a few. Uh-huh, was, uh-huh. It was a thousand years ago. Yep. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter when, really, unless it's relevant. Skip to well, the yeah, good no, 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 it's important. That's, it's, ooh, this is, this is juicy stuff, Tracy. Uh, yeah, a thousand years ago, um, the centering, it turns out, was actually, I guess what we've lost quite a number of, I don't even know, how should I begin? 
There's just so much. Okay, so like, who do we need to be scared of? Who do I need to kill? And then like, who fought each other? And how do we like stop everything from happening? And um, maybe Zayul, how do I kill him? And, uh, yeah, uh, you can't, you can't kill Well, that's what God. everyone keeps telling me, but I'm pretty sure there's a way. So like, tell me everything you can know in like, I'll give you 45 seconds. I, I there's too much, there is truly too much to say. I, well, do you know why the stars are there? No. Well, the star, it's a, it's turns it's a prison. It's an astral prison keeping away the greatest enemy that has ever befallen our land. Is that Zayul? No. Oh. No. No. Abs no. Zayul uh, is... That's not good news. No. Um, the centering, it was a collection of people coming together. It really was a centering of our world. I see. Because peace can't be achieved unless there's a common enemy. Well, I mean, when you say, well, yeah, when you say it like that, it sounds... Who is the common common enemy who was this person thing why well, they it was a they like a collective well both a singular and a collective they uh, the council of bright as we as it called itself um, tracy and anara lock eyes tracy it's now down to 230 in your head okay so the council of bright i know made warforge apparently or maybe something about that but like oh hey, well well oh yeah tracy how did you know what only i know well, How do you know that? He's an attic, very dusty, lots of boxes and projectors. Right. Very surprising. Mm -hmm. Antiquated technology. Anyway, yeah, yeah we, we know about the Council Not of Bright. Not as dumb as I look. Let's go, let's go forward a little bit faster. So well, they made the Council of Bright. Was, okay, well, the, the Council of Bright, well, before, um, a longer than a millennium ago, the Council of... Uh, longer than a millennium ago, the... Uh, everyone in the world was fighting each other, just constant, uh, a constant war, a dark age where we didn't recorded no history. Um... It was, it was nothing. We, we couldn't ever, I say we, I mean the lineage of all of us couldn't keep uh, our weapons off of each other. So they, this prophet or the self-described prophet came down, named themselves the Council of Brights to judge all of us and brought the first Warforged, what we would now call Warforged into our world. So the are Warforged. they back? Are they back now? Is that what's happening? Well, I... Are they gonna try I to don't. Me? I don't know. No, I. No one can recruit you, Tracy. That's very true. Do I need to be worried about my brother? And are there more of me? Is what I'm asking. The, there was. I don't know now. Now I. Tracy, you Tracy, you have one minute in your brain. Uh, I don't know if there's any more. Tracy and, looks at Anara. We gotta go. And why were there nine of them in that in that castle house place for the bachelor? I don't. What is? I don't. What, what do that? we need to know? You are equipping us with the tools we need to to make this them stay or go or well, okay, fine. All right. Well, with the stars in the sky, I guess with all of the stars going away, that's. I, I guess what we could all when say it's that. We don't. I don't know. I can only. It's not good. It's well, bad. How do we put them back? Well, I don't. How are the stars going away? I think it's, it's when Alonzo does his magic. What? What magic? He has a lot of magic when he, he's like, his thing spins. And 10 then, seconds. And then, like, Metal stuff he happens. Stops time. What do we need to know? What, that, I don't know. Do that. I need to kill Alonzo? Four, three, two. I don't know. Don't do that. You hear an extremely loud explosion. It rattles the ground, and you hear the clatter of footsteps. And it feels like it is floor floors up. Anara, I think that was the thing. Yeah, no, this this is about as bad as I expected. Maria, are you good to stand up? Do we, we might need to move. I, you still need to call me this week. Well, you called me Tracy, so I think we're on equal footing. You good to That's move? true. They're both... Yeah. I, I'll come... Yeah, I can... Uh, she tries to stand up, and she falters 
as she takes her first step. I'm going to grab her by the elbow, look her in the eyes and say, is there anyone here trying to advance this cause? Is there anyone trying to sow seeds of darkness and dismay? Not red throat gang type stuff, like bigger stuff. I, I don't, I don't know how the, I don't know how the astral jail works. I, someone in my lineage put it together and I'm, I, I don't, I don't know if something is getting out that's not. The council right hidden me back. I think we need to talk to your friend and good pal, Adama. I, I guess he, he's more, he's like a friend in the way that your, your dad your is your friend. Story, um... You hear another rumbling explosion and now the clatter of pots and pans. This is more like a situation where your parents are like, Inara, if you're ever out with your older cousins in the forest and they give you some moonshine and it's like more moonshine than you thought it was and you find yourself like having hallucinations maybe instead of just hiding and falling down in the forest and sleeping there and then never coming back, you like, you yell out, you go, dad, hey, it's me. I did it. I messed up. I'm yeah, sorry. That's an experience that I get. And I then also... your dad comes and rescues you. That's what we need to do right now. <laughs> Doesn't matter if Adama's your friend, Adama's your dad. We need him right now. I also, I don't, that is not an experience that I have experienced in my life. No, Maria, remember when we did that in the back forest when we were like 13 and it was all good? I was 13 so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> now it's metal falling. Like okay, clattering. look, we need to go. I need to figure out who's getting hurt. I need to figure out how to stop it. And also, I need you to go talk to your good friend, the good, the good person. Uh, I'll, I'll go to the, I'll go to the root, the, uh, I'll go to the terrace and get the best, see the best that I can from the top and talk to my father. It's we, it's weird saying it like that. Uh, Run with the metaphor, Maria. My dad. Okay, I'll go talk to my dad. Okay, what do you do? Tracy and R want to find what the threat is and who's getting hurt and how to stop it. Yep. Okay. So you guys, uh, you take the stairs and you hoof it up four floors. And as you get farther up, people start streaming past you. Hey, what happened? Hey, what's, what's going, going on? on? What's going on? What can we do? They're just pushing past you and be like, I don't get, pa- I don't get paid enough for this. I don't get paid at all. How can I help? <laughs> Yeah, as you remember running by, you realize that they're wearing white and black like the uh, waiter's uniforms y'all stole at the wedding. Oh, this is going toward the ballroom? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Tracy, use the horn. Call our friends. Yeah, okay. And I start blowing the help horn very loudly. Okay, I want you to roll a charisma roll. Especially toward the window where, I don't know, our friend Stoneface might be. We'll see. That is a 19 plus zero for 19. Okay, Ooh. good to know. So you blow it and you hope against hope that someone is going to show up. I have faith <laughs> in my friends, so I don't hope, I know. Okay, you run up there and even in all of the mess and the destruction, this room looks very familiar to you. And uh, it's stark and bare and there's no decorations, but there are windows every five feet, as you might recognize. And you do, would see a sunset coming through the far window. This is the ballroom that Greg and Alonzo were first married at. But what's different about this is there is one source of light that is illuminating the entire room. It's uh, harsh and it's searing and you have to cover your eyes when you first look at it. And it's coming from a person. 
And the only thing that's similar to uh, the wedding and now is that Alonzo's here. Hey, hey, Alonzo? He's like kicking pots and pans that's got stuck to his foot on the on the way out of running out of the kitchen. And you can see that there's smoke coming from uh, the other room as well. On the far side of the room, on the left, there is a massive burn mark, uh, and there is an arrow stuck in the center of it. Alonzo, what happened? Are you in danger? Uh, he turns to look at you, and it doesn't look like him anymore. It's like whatever energy is fueling him at the moment, it's not him as a person. It's something else entirely. I don't think you've ever seen Alonzo so angry. He's holding his bow, and he has just a fistful of arrows in his other hand. Alonzo! Alonzo! Hey! Hey, it's me! Your buddy! Your old pal! Tracy! We were so worried. We've been through so much. Come, let's let's hang out. Let's talk. Oh, yeah. I remember you guys. You two left me in that room that I was being protected by a unicorn. And that ended up just destroying all of my shit. Hello! Great to see you! I was just coming back to get all of my stuff, and then I'll just be gone again. So... I'll see you later. He takes an arrow from his other hand and starts to uh, load it into his bow. Uh, in our defense, we had to, and also we brought back your husband. Cool arrows. Thanks. You want to see what they do? Uh, hey, Tracy, what's your AC? 16. Okay. Hey, Anara, what's your AC? 14. Oh, cool. Okay. While still, like, holding this fistful of arrows in his other hand, he still manages to knock one in the bow, and he lets it fly, and it flies right over Tracy's head. And Tracy, as you watch it go by you, you see that it takes a hard left, and then another left, and turns all the way back around, and it hits Anara on the back shoulder. And Anara, you take eight points of damage. Ugh. Alonzo, that is not acceptable. You do that again, I will cleave your hand off. Uh, he knocks two arrows in the bow and says, Cool! That sounds great for me! Just cross this chasm! I'm right here, dog! Tracy slams his axe on the ground, goes into a rage, and barrels towards him. Okay, um, let's do a dexterity contest to see who goes first. I got a 12. I got a 16. Hey, there you go. Congratulations. First time you've rolled well before. How you want to do? I'm going to dash over there as fast as I can, and then I'm going to slam my axe right into his arm. Okay. And I'm going to recklessly attack, so that means I get advantage on my melee attack. Dope. No wrecks to be given here. Oh, wow. Ah, ah, ah. Ten plus nine for a nineteen on my attack roll. Yeah, you hit. <laughs> Three plus five for eight damage. So, what does it look like as you swing into your friend Alonzo, your friend who likes you, right. and you've saved from so many countless adventures? I think because I'm attacking one of my friends, mm. there's a little bit of coherency I have with my rage, and just before I actually swing my axe down on his arm, I twist the handle in my hand and use the blunt edge to just try to knock his hand down. Nice. That explains your eight points of damage. Yeah. Weird how that happened. Wow, not, you're not retroactively at very all. Very good. Very good. I think Alonzo's a little surprised that you even that you went at him and especially that you actually swung. He takes a step back and says, 
Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Let's do it. Go. All right. Let's go. Let's go right now. Alonzo, we don't want to do this. It sounds like you do. I super don't. If you remember, we had a very touching ride back from Tortopolis together. And I wanted to bring you. And the speaker would not let me. You didn't want to come. You didn't want to let me. And I'm here. I am back. I have suffered. And I brought Greg here. I put your interests over mine every time. And I need a friend right now. I thought that was you. And I still believe it is. I know that you're hurt and I'm sorry. But we need to talk. I'm done talking. I, I've been waiting to talk this whole time. We went to so many cities and all we've done is talk. So thank you. Thank you for reminding me of our road trip. That was great because I have something that you might remember. He puts his, ar his arrows under his arm and sticks his hand in his pocket and he pulls out a Ziploc bag and it looks like it's filled with other Ziploc bags. And he opens up the Ziploc bag and says, Swarm of locusts. And pouring out of the Ziploc bag are hungry, gnashing locusts that start flying right at your face. I'm going to roll again. Dope. Your, your thing is 16, right? Okay. I got 16. Brando, I want you to make a charisma saving throw. Everyone knows it's my favorite skill. <laughs> He's so good at it, which is what I like. Now, is a two good? A two is not good. Oh. Brandon, I want you to take nine points of damage. So it's halved because I'm raging. Okay. Oh, no, I'm so scared. I have 92 health points. Oh, no, that's going to that's gonna be so bad. As the arrow connects with your chest, you feel like you're getting sucked out of the world. Just like there's a vacuum on your chest, which is just pulling you through a hole. And then you look around, and you're not in Kiku Castle anymore. It's just all blue mists and fog all around you. And you feel like someone's laughing at you. Zeo? Zeo? <laughs> the laughing gets louder. I'm gonna chop your head off! Anara, uh, you got a swarm of locusts coming at you. What do you do? I do. I think I'm gonna pull trusty old Mr. Sippy out of my pack and go all geyser on their asses. Okay. There are many small asses. <laughs> the multiple tiny asses of these insects. Why don't you make an attack roll? 10 plus 4 for a 14. Okay, let me look up the the, the AC <laughs> of the AC a bunch of, a of tiny asses. So it turns out there there's some wet tiny asses. So what happens? Um, I think that the moisture makes their wings less effective, and so they kind of crumple to the ground. Not dead, because I don't want to kill any animals, but I don't have to. But they are definitely waterlogged and sort of like twitching around in a bath on the floor and not able to fly at me. I kind of use the geyser to do a, a wide hit at all the ones coming toward me, but then narrow it down to try to blast exactly at the bag to knock it out of Alonso's hands. Okay, I like it. So yeah, I think that you definitely knocked down the insects, but um, the rest of the stream goes towards Alonso and he just takes one step to the left and it splatters against the wall. So come on, I believe you mean business, but we don't have to do this. Again, I, I can only reiterate more that I think that we do. Also, I don't think Greg's here. I think you're a liar. It sounds like you're lying. When I hear it, it sounds like you're lying to me. Everyone lies, especially about Greg, especially Greg. I think you're lying to me. That makes me really sad, because I'm not. And I'm just gonna stand there with my hands on my hips. Okay. Alonzo knocks two more of his arrows in his bow. He levels the arrows at you and says, this is, just, I mean, this is just easy. 
Is this really how you want this to go? I can do it. I'll do it right now. I want you to have to live with yourself if this is what you want to do. If this is how you want this to go, I'm not going to stop you. I'm tired of stopping you from self-destructing. I'm here. I'm being honest. I'm not manipulating you. I'm telling you how it is. Because right now there are problems much bigger than you and me. And I need all the help I can get to try to fix them. Alonzo pulls his bow back and Anara, you hear a loud thump and uh, there's an arrow one foot in front of you in the ground. And for a moment, you hear Alonzo's real voice, the one that you remember who is just excitable and happy to see you. I think I'm the problem. Alonzo fires another arrow at the wall and it, it turns into this swirling portal of uh, clouds and lightning. He takes one last look at you and uh, runs in. Alonzo, wait, I can help. He's gone. The portal is still there though. I'm gonna look around and not seeing Tracy, I'll scoop up Oatcake, grab the arrow out of the ground and jump headfirst through the portal. Right before you step through the portal, uh, you hear a loud pop behind you, and uh, Tracy is standing behind you, holding his axe above his head. Alonzo, there's another way we can do this. You can die. Already did that. Come with me. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing Inara over in the portal, he rushes over. All right, you want to jump through? I'm totally jumping. Yeah, do it. You want to take a picnic instead and just bail? (laughs) You want to like go to a spa? Yeah. Have a little self-care day. Play with that stick and oat cake in the dimensions. (laughs) That would be nice. Eric, we're done. Thank you, sir. It's been a pleasure. All right. That that was the last episode. There was no name for this arc. Um, Okay. Yeah. let's, Let's fucking jump through. Let's do it. You're falling through nothing. It is just clouds and dark, and the portal closes behind you. Glass crashes into the ballroom, and Stoneface, with five bombolates following him, uh, are flying through. Hey, where, where is this guy? I'm going to tell you, if someone messes with my friend Tracy, I'm going to take him out right now. I'm going to do it. I got my crew with me. Hey, uh, where'd everybody go? Hey, it's Amanda. I don't know about you, but I never really got into New Year's Eve. My ideal night is being asleep by 10 rather than partying into the early morning. But sometimes, I gotta say, you step out of your comfort zone. You put on your nice shirt, have a daring late afternoon coffee, and listen to your pump-up playlist all evening. And then, shockingly, you have a nice time. And you start your year thinking, huh, maybe there is more to life than I thought at first. Welcome to the Midroll. Hey, hi, hello, and welcome to our newest patrons, Claire, Mary, Chris, Kia, Stacy, Anne, Dan, Liam, Mac, Semi-Human, Magnetus4, Michaela, Skyler, Hufflepuff Hillary, Lauren, Joey, Charles, Raul, and Eric. You are kicking off the new year in the best possible way, supporting work you love with your human dollars. If you'd like to join the ranks of these fine folks, please pledge to support JTP at patreon.com slash join the party pod. It's a new year, it's a new arc, and a new adventure for all of us here at Multitude. We are hitting the road with a whole lot of Multitude live events over the next couple of months. 
We have two shows in Seattle before PodCon, several panels at PodCon itself in January, and several of us will be performing at the Listen Up Festival in Portland this February. Go to multitude.productions slash live for your tickets now and sign up for our newsletter so you're the first person to know when new events are announced. And there will be new events. We are sponsored this week by 20-Sided Store in Brooklyn, New York. And it's time for our informative gaming segment, Master Dungeon Master, with Lauren Belanco, co-owner of 20-Sided. This week, our question is, what do you suggest for binding together a group of adventurers who don't seem to share a common thread or mission in their backstories? Lauren says, bring the adventurers together through the story's plot. Allow the players to bond over the situation they're about to overcome together. Draw out the adventurers' individual goals while considering the party goals. For example, in the opening scene of the D&D starter box adventure, an NPC asks the party to deliver a caravan of goods from one town to another. I ask each player to describe how they know the NPC or found out about the job, what the cargo is they're transporting, and why. I continue to ask questions until the players come up with a common thread and mission surrounding the job. Then I begin the adventure. Thank you, Master Dungeon Master. Pick up dice, props, dice bags, anything you need for players new and old at 20sidedstore.com or in person in Brooklyn, New York. Use our discount code JOINTHEPARTY to get 20% off in-store or online. That's 20, the full word, sidedstore.com and use our discount code JOINTHEPARTY. And now let's get back to the show. Brandon and Amanda, roll perception checks. 14 plus 2. 18 plus 2 for 20. Okay. Ooh. You are falling and falling, and wind is rushing by your heads. And it's you're falling for so long that you kind of get bored of the falling. It's like, I guess we're just, uh, I guess we're just still falling. Tracy checks his pocket watch. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm pretty happy with how we handled that. I think it could have been a little bit better maybe in the beginning. But, I you think know, I got a little, did I get a little violent? You know, I, I love you, babe, but I, I think you may have just kind of jumped a little bit to the, to the final, I did, final yeah, I engagement did there. There was some room uh, in the middle, perhaps, to experimenting, but. Yeah, maybe. Uh, as well, you, we can, can we workshop it later? As yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Are falling, we'll, we'll play it back. As you do are falling, you start. You see a light below you, and it's like a hole that's getting wider and wider and wider as you get close. And you two fall flat on a paved street. You don't take any damage, but you two crash. Whoa, and what you, oh, change. I was going to say ow, but that was going to. But yeah. that's just pleasant. No, it's just like unfortunate. Huh. You're like, damn. Oh, uh, a sidewalk. Yeah. Oh. So you just fall and you hit with a loud oof. And the first thing you hear is an extremely loud horn right in your face. Ah! Hey, get out of the way! What are you doing laying in the street here? I'm sorry, I'm sorry! And I gather myself up and push an R out, out of the street. Get out! What are you doing? People don't know how to walk in this city anymore. What is this? Get out of the way! I want to run you over! Sir, we're out of the way. Just continue on. Ah, get, get out of here! Uh, and you're like, and you are face to face with... Um, an extremely large uh, motorcycle. There isn't anything like this in our world, but let's say that someone made like a deluxe luxury motorcycle, one that like could hold two people comfortably with like a, a bench seat and with uh, three wheels. Now I did just imagine a yacht with two wheels. <laughs> yeah, like that's cl- that's okay. pretty close. Because I was picturing a smart car, but steampunk. <laughs> Actually, that's closer. The Amanda's is closer. <laughs> And you look around, and you are also, and there's a lot of more people honking behind them. You are just in the middle of a street, and there's traffic that is backing up behind them. 
yeah, we're going to move back to the side of the road. Uh, you back up into like a small park, like one of those just like little squares in between streets. And uh, you see that more motorcycles are screaming past you. This is a bustling city. These are the tallest buildings you've ever seen. And it seems like everyone wants you to get out of the way. And there is metal just everywhere. Tracy, I think that you notice that in the front of every single of these motorized vehicles, and you see every single shape and size and construction of it, you see the same orange glow that you recognize from all of the mechanics that you've seen uh, through your time in the concentric states. As Tracy gets bumped on the street by passersby, he's just like, uh, uh, Okay, oh, guys, okay, 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 oh, I'm sorry, oh my god! Yeah, and Anara's never seen anything like this before. Pedestrians keep just trying to, like, walk around you. Okay, okay, just relax. And one of the uh, pedestrians stopped tracing and be like, wait, are you that guy? No. You're not? What? That's what a celebrity mm. would say. Ah. I, I recognize you from somewhere. Yeah. Were uh, you on? Oh, look, I, it's this way. Bye. Sorry, important thing is over there. Ah, oh, you missed it. Oh, no. Oh, get out of there. What? Where? They turn around. And I <laughs> yank Tracy around and we try to find some kind of tree or post or bench to stand by. Okay. Yeah, Tracy hides behind a stop sign. <laughs> he thinks it's really going to work. It's red. Your cape is red. We're ready. Brilliant. <laughs> Foolproof plan. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. Okay. Um, you are in just a small park. There's a little bench which is underneath some trees. And there's like a little very small green area kind of in the middle of everything. But there is a really large crowd, just like 100 feet to the left of you, taking up the majority of this park. Do they have signs? Are they chanting anything? Do they look focused on a single spot? Yeah, they're all focused on what's going on on the inside. Everyone's shouting, and it sounds like there are two distinct voices that you hear on a megaphone that seem to be coming from the inside, and like everyone is just cheering or booing, depending on who is speaking. From the inside, you hear an extremely familiar voice scream into the microphone. Tremble, foolish mortals! The devil and her minion have arrived! Shake! Shake in your seats! Your fear feeds us! We will take this sacrifice you give us this evening, and the glory my minion brings into battle shall make us even more powerful! Cry! Boo! It sustains us! That's right! She is so dangerous! My master! Go! She's so evil! You're doing great, buddy. Thanks. I'm I'm trying my best. There's a scuffle over the microphone, and you hear uh, someone else grab it, and then the, the crowd starts to cheer. Oh, yeah! No one is going to take down Gordon Lighthammer, the light of the East and also of the West. This devil does not deserve to sustain in this place. I won't allow it. Not in anywhere in the concentric states, but not especially with my fans here in Infropolis. Everyone starts to cheer like, yeah, that's where we're from, Infropolis. Give it up one more time for Infropolis. Yeah, Infropolis. That's what I say on my tax returns. (laughs) And then one side of the crowd goes, light. And the other side of it goes, hammer, light, hammer, light, hammer. And they all do, they all take their, (laughs) light, hammer. And they all take their forearms and just start like banging it down as, of course, it's the hammer stop. 
And no, I don't know what's happening, but I'm very into it. Uh, Trace, buddy, I want you to really take a deep breath. Like longer and deeper each breath. There you go. Get in there. Because remember that time that you almost messed up a workshop because you saw brethren there? Um, which workshop? I mean, Cole's. <laughs> which? Oh, which one's Cole again? Where I got that, this great cloak from. Oh, Cole, right, yes. That Horns, workshop. purple. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of... It's a lot of workshops I've messed up. Um, I'm afraid that they're here. Oh. This technology is obviously tearing Infropolis apart. We're allowing moral decay to come and bring this evil enemy. And in two days' time at the Superdome of Infropolis, brought to you by Barney's Berry Sweets. That's him short-sighted! I'm gonna take this abomination down who's been generated by the forces of evil. Do you have any samples of the candy or... Why are we even here? The devil and her beloved, the adversary, Alabaster, hate berries, Barnum, sweets. No! You can talk about my clothes. You can talk about my hammer. You can talk about the people who live in my city. But don't you dare ever talk about the sponsor. Going for that cheap eat. <laughs> Isn't that right? Berries, 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 berries. We're gonna creep around kind of the edge of the crowd to try to glimpse these speakers. Anara, I want you to make a dexterity saving throw. I want to give you disadvantage. Nine. Nine, okay. Yeah, you put oat cake on your shoulder, on your head and your shoulders. Uh, I would think I'd clutch her to my chest to be like, I'm sorry, I have a dog, excuse me. <laughs> okay, good. I don't okay. want to, like, draw attention. Everyone in the crowd lets you through because you're a tiny, adorable elf girl with a dog. True. You finally get a full sense of what's going on. I also think that, Tracy, if you're just, like, pushing people aside. Yeah, what do they do when a giant magic robot comes through the crowd? Well, I guess, you're following they in my wake, as... so <laughs> they think you're in cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are not uh, phased by you. Oh, great. Yeah, you're just like a big guy trying to push people out of the way. I'm like, hey, do you have candy? Hey, do you have candy? Hi, do you have candy? Yeah, yeah exactly. So, Anar, you push to the front, and you start. You see everything that's going on. You see Cole. Actually, uh, yeah, Julia, what? what's going on? So Cole still has that same black leather duster that you first saw her in, but the bottoms seem like they're almost on fire. And she's got this really intense, like, purple and red eye makeup going on that looks great from a distance, but really close up, it looks terrible. Okay, okay, good. And you also see Alabaster. Did you have any any sort of markings for him? Or he's just kind of, like, chilling? He has a mask on. <laughs> he has a mask he does. on? It's made of, like, dark red leather. Oh, that's it's very so cute. Good. I would say, Anara, you try to place Cole's massive friend made out of just totally shot, chromed up, shined metal. It looks a little burned in places, but it's clearly makeup. Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> Bigger than Tracy, and this massive dude has a glowing orange reactor core in the middle of their chest. And the other guy, Gordon Lighthammer, he carries an oversized, like, unwieldy hammer. 
He has long hair that reaches to his shoulders, but I guess as everyone started shouting, he tied it up into a tight bun on the top of his head. His look is like a cross between like what we understand as special forces and like steampunk. It only covers like his chest and his legs up to the calf, but it's all like chunky ass metal. And, like, very angular and has lots of, like, rivets on it. In the middle of his chest is also, like, uh, metal worked. The, a, crude, a crude shape of a hammer. It's like a Forever 21 designer had to work with materials in a scrapyard. Yeah. <laughs> He's also a little bit older um, than you would expect. And he keeps pandering to the crowd. Like, at one point he goes, When I say infro, you say opolis. Infro, opolis, infro, opolis. Can I borrow your hammer? No, no. Okay. So. Should always ask for what you want. The crowd cheers. <laughs> so, Anar, as you push to the front, uh, Light Hammer is pandering to the crowd, and he's getting high fives from everyone in the circle. And then he stops at you. And he looks at you in the face. And he gets really close to you and says, Why do you have my dog? (laughs) And the crowd is screaming around you. And you're not sure if he actually said it, because he said it in like a, a regular, regular voice. You two are the only ones who heard it. If this is part of the thing, this is not. Fun. I thought, I thought Lucius was gone. Th- this is this is okay. She's mine. I mean, if, if this, I guess this is the bit. It's a bit. This is this is messed up from creative, but I'm just gonna. I'll just go with it. Okay. All right. So, um, and then he backs up, you know, with one meaty hand, points at you, and says, "Oh, I guess that the evil forces has taken my dog away as well. But now Lucius has finally come back." to me. Tracy, let's get out of here. Okay, let's go. I'm going to take my cape and close it over my chest to make sure OK gets hidden, turn, and try to shoulder my way out of this crowd. I'm going to do sleight of hand to try to grab you, and I think sure. you're going to do new straight up decks to try to get away. Okay. Okay. I got a 12 plus 3 for a 15. All right, I rolled poorly. So, uh, Light Hammer tries to put a meaty hand on your shoulder, but you pull away and you lose it in the crowd. Cole, you, as as soon as this starts, you recognize Anara. All right, I'm going to nudge Alabaster. Buddy, let's go. And they dash in between Lighthammer and Anara. Oh, you've discovered my plan. My minions of darkness are working you at all angles, Lighthammer. No, not my dog. I love my dog. The dog is the only thing that helped me get over the death of my wife and the leaving of my other wife. Alabaster puts a hand forward to stop Lighthammer from moving anywhere further. We'll settle this for the dog. Oh, it's a canine match. It's a canine match. You've got it. Canine match, two days from now. Winner gets the dog. The loser has to leave town. And I can't imagine a better town than Infropolis. We'll see about that. And then Cole casts darkness. Okay. And both of us have dark vision. So we're going to go into the crowd and grab Inara and Tracy and Oatcake. And we're going to run. Inara, this is really dramatic. I don't know what's... 
Nicole, you're on my side, right? This is okay. You know she's my dog. Yeah, I know. Okay, let's We're go, good. let's go. Okay. How you been, by the way? Everyone good? I'm good, I'm good. Check my haircut? Yeah, it's really good. Thanks. As you run through the darkness and run out into the city, you hear, No! My dog! Cole takes you back to the apartment that she's renting in Infropolis. Uh, what's it like? It's pretty fancy, which is surprising because wrestlers do not get paid a lot. I would say it's like maybe a duplex, pretty modern looking, a lot of like very sleek furniture. Definitely not as cluttered as her old workshop was. I like the thing that you have a suitcase where you just have like your on the go tech shit. Mm-hmm. Like you have like a mech suitcase where you have like a ton of just a lot of odds and ends. Just pop out. Yeah, exactly. There is like just a bolt cutter that's just like sticking out. Sometimes you need one. Yeah, you never know. Uh, hi, this is a really cool apartment, and I, like, I don't... Thank you. There was something about all the thing in the place, the people, and, like, I'm from... Oh, yeah, yeah. But also, like, hi, um, who is this? Hello! I'm Alabaster. It's nice to meet you. You you kind of met him before. Oh, I vaguely remember Alabaster. Yeah, Alabaster, are you doing a show? Hey, Alabaster, come here. Come here. Alabaster, okay. you go. You're good. Okay. Uh, can I... Hey, Alabaster, hi. Hello! Can I call you... Okay, okay. Can I call you Allie or Baster? Uh, those are terrible, Nick. <laughs> no, friend. They just call me Al. You can call me Al. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Um, well, first of all, robots don't go do, do, do. Just... I guess I, I guess I do. Robot 101. No, well, no. Um, are you being treated okay? Everything good? Are you, do you feel like you have, you know, free reign... Your action, you can do your own actions, you can live your own life, make your own decisions, go wherever you want, whenever you want to, eat whenever you don't want to eat, whatever you know. Do you eat? I never eat. No, I was confused. Because I don't have a stomach that would help me for eating. Right. Uh, I think, yeah. Do you eat? I do, but it's more just like for appearances, you know? Cool. I will try that. Okay. Keep your voice down a little bit. This is as low as I can go. Okay. Okay. Um, you good? Yes. Okay. Your questions were complicated, but I understand what you are trying to get at. You and I are different. I work with Cole. We are very good friends. It sounds like you are the adventuring type. And that's good. I'm glad. I am good. I promise. Okay. I realize that I did not modulate my voice at all, but that's as good as I can do. You're gonna have to believe me. I need to get more tone. Huh? Tone? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You don't seem comforted at all. No, I do not. The best I can say is... You seem to be under um, indentured servitude currently. I do not think that. I am here, and I'm happy about it. We do fun things, Cole and I. Do you ever play catch? All the time. Okay. I can throw really far. <laughs> Tracy, I appreciate the care that you have for me. Honestly, it's very nice. No one has ever asked me these questions before. It's complicated. It seems like you and I are different. And that's okay. Look, all I'm saying is, if you need me to break you out of this joint, I'll break you out of this joint. Haha, <laughs> I will think about that, but I think I'm okay. Offer stands forever from today and forever on. Cool, cool. Thank you. Okay. But seriously, she's very nice. Okay. We're like partners. Very near a, a, a pal, I'm also here. You can call me Al. That's how we know we're friends. Do you have a shortening for your name? Yeah, it's Tracy. What's your full name? Trace Defer. <laughs> 
The speaker's like outstretched on a roof, and she's like, I knew it! In the arms of an angel. Good. I hope you come to a wrestling match in two days. We can give you good seats. Is there going to be some of that candy there? Or? Probably. The sponsor definitely brings a lot of candy. Okay. I mean, maybe. I don't really know. We were in the middle of something with our friend, and we ended up here. And last time I met you guys, I kicked over a plant. So things aren't great. Um, I need oh. to get back to... Oh, that was when I wasn't alive yet. You remember from then? Well, Cole told me. Oh, okay. Of course, I wouldn't remember when I wasn't alive. Ha-ha! Ha-ha! Um, yeah, we need to get back to Fidopolis like, as soon as possible. Oh, that's on the other side of the country. Great. Do you have arrows with portals? What? Okay, no, I didn't think so. All right. I'm going to turn 135 degrees this way now. And Tracy turns away. Okay, bye. Al follows him because Cole hasn't told him to stop following him yet. <laughs> Inara is sitting on the first place she could find. I think it's like a decorative plexiglass entrance chair. Probably. That's definitely not for sitting. But she is just there with oatcake in her lap, just kind of looking in her eyes and petting her face. Is it true? Did, did I take you? Are you so, like... Oatcake poofs behind you and lands on your bag. And she roots around in there and she pulls out the boxing gloves. I turn them over in my hands, searching for some kind of sign. On the inside, it says on the little tag, property of Gordon. I drop them. Like they're made of acid. Okay, just jumps on them and then just starts chewing on one of the gloves. Cole, I... This... I don't know where Okay was from before I found her, but she's become mine. You need to win this match. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, that's kind of fair. Blink dogs, you know, they kind of just show up and go away sometimes. That's just the nature yeah. of the beast, you know? That's true. I would love to win the match. I don't know the results yet, though. I don't get to decide if I win the match or not. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I understand that it's up to you and, and Light no, Hammer, no, I guess. No, no, but... no, no. Buddy, um, so the wrestling we do, it's not real? What? Alvester, do you want to come back over here now, please? Sure, hello. You don't have to do what she tells you to do. It, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, I don't care. Just tell me, can you win or not? Can we make you win? I would have to talk to creative and find out if, First off, I didn't even know they were doing the dog thing, so we got to figure out what their storyline is, and then we got to see if we can convince them to go our way. Who's creative? Can I threaten them? I mean, they're just a bunch of nerds, so I guess. Even better. <laughs> I just, I don't know what to do. I've lost my only friend. Hey! That isn't Tracy. <laughs> I was about to say that. That's better, I guess. <laughs> and Alonzo is no longer on our side. Or, or something. Or he's confused. Or he, he came through the portal before us. Did you see him? Was he in the park? I Now I was working, so I didn't really see much. I didn't see you oh, until I, Gordo pointed you out. I need a hand. I need help. I need someone. Okay, let's just take a breath for a second. Um, Why don't... Rusty can get us some drinks. Rusty! 
Is that me or uh... you? Oh, okay. And you hear the squeal of a single wheel as imagine like a soup pot on a wheel <laughs> with like a smiley face uh, with a with no, a computerized smiley face on it. Like, hello, my name is Rusty. I can help you with anything you need in Infropolis. I know everything about this place. This is an abomination. Hurtful. He has feelings. I do. Okay, licks Rusty on the side. Cute. I can tell you anything, and I can also get you some drinks. What kind of drinks? A slot opens up from Rusty's torso, and out just comes any uh, various beverages. Pineapple juice? Yeah. Cranberry juice? Yeah. Cranapple juice? No. (laughs) Uh, Rusty, have you seen a certain Prince Alonzo Kiko? Sure. Let me scan all of the news. Scanning. Scanning. I don't actually have to say scanning. I I can do that, too. It's fine. I just figured it would put people at ease. Uh, yeah, I can do that. Scanning. I'm not... How's it I'm working? not doing anything. Thanks, Rusty. You seem like a good friend. That's perfect. Thank you. Please rate me five stars. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, I saw some news. People have seen the prince somewhere in Infropolis. The screen that it used to have his face then turns into a picture of a newspaper, and it flips through, and it gets to, like, page six. Uh, so the gossip column says, Prince Alonzo of Fidopolis out on the town by himself. But all of the photos are like from the side and it's just like the silhouette of Alonzo with this really bright aura around him. Oh, great. Uh, screen's really low def. Can you like sharpen it maybe? Enhance! And it gets a little bit clearer? It's better, I guess. Quick question for you both. Since when does Alonzo glow? Is that a new thing, or...? Starwipe, Cole has caught up to basically what's been going on since you saw her last. I was sure to tell her in excruciating detail how helpful the gay cloak has been to me on my journey. Oh, I'm so glad. And that's how I didn't kick over any more plants. I'm very proud of you, Tracy. Thank you, and Tracy bows. Cole curtsies. (laughs) Alabaster claps. Yay, what are we doing? (laughs) We're doing great, buddy. Oatcake does a giant yawn so hard that she bonks her nose. Aww. <laughs> yeah, guys, I got to be up pretty early tomorrow. I got to go cut some promos and do some press work and, you know, that kind of stuff. Because uh, makeup doesn't do itself. Do you... This looks pretty spacious and stuff. We don't really know where we are. Didn't know we'd be here today in this different city somewhere far away. Do you mind if we crash here? Yeah, I literally have two extra bedrooms. So. Oh, wow. There's two of us. Yeah. I don't really sleep well or at all. Do you have any, like, books I can read while you guys are sleeping? Uh, yeah, hold on. Uh, and then she goes over to her luggage and hits, like, a button on the side, and another drawer pops out of it, and it's just, like, almost a bookcase. And is one of them maybe, like, an owner's manual for Alabaster and a Rusty? Um, yeah, hold on. And she pulls out two books, and they're, like, both really thick tomes with kind of, like, a burnt metallic outside. Good. But like everything in terms of robotics, it's all in Ikea drawings. <laughs> <laughs> There's no actual words. Yeah. Finally, Anar and Tracy, you can sleep well. All of you are in your rooms. The sheets are a little scratchy. And Cole makes a note to write that on the review of this apartment after she leaves. Cole, you try to imagine Alonzo angry. And then you laugh because you can't really think of it. And then you try to imagine Alonzo glowing 
which is even stranger. You flip through these two images of what Alonzo could be but couldn't uh, as you drift off to sleep. Tracy, it's weird seeing a book that looks like you but isn't you, and you're comparing Alabaster to you, and something just doesn't seem right. Anara, you try to get to sleep, and you put O-Kick on the floor. And every time you do, O-Kick scrambles back up and tries to sleep on top of you. By the third time, you just can't deal with it anymore. And you let O-Kick climb onto your chest and snuggle up and uh, put her big doughy face right where your neck meets your chest. And you can't imagine that this dog belongs to anyone else. And she snores real loud. (laughs) I love her anyway. Join the Party is co-produced by Brandon Google, Amanda McLaughlin, and me, Eric Silver. Special thanks to our creative consultants, Hetty Hunt, Connor McLaughlin, Julia Shafini, and Misha Stanton. Our visual design is by Allison Wakeman, the art mom, and our transcripts are by Nicole, with two L's, Seeger. The party doesn't stop here. The day after every episode comes out, we publish The After Party, where we sit down to discuss what just happened, learn what could have happened, and answer your questions. You can keep the party going by following Join the Party Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We've also got merch, music from the show, and transcripts for every episode on our website, jointhepartypod.com. And you can email us at hello at jointhepartypod.com. For even more Join the Party goodness, check out our Patreon. By becoming a patron, you get access to a wonderful community in our Discord, exclusive merch, character backstories, bloopers, and so much more. That's at patreon.com slash jointhepartypod. Another great way to help the show is to recommend Join the Party to a friend. Get them caught up fast by sending them the link to our start page, which contains our beginner episodes for those new to D&D, and our plot recaps at jointhepartypod.com start. Join the Party is a founding member of Multitude, an audio collective and consultancy. Type Multitude into your podcast app to subscribe to the fantastic other shows in our collective, Horse, Potterless, Spirits, and Waystation. Or find out more about us and access our resources for podcasters at multitude.productions. We'll see you in two weeks. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.